I'm here today with Nigel Ridge of BlackRock, who was recently appointed manager of the St James's Place UK Absolute Return Fund. Nigel, whilst many of our investors will be familiar with BlackRock as a company, they won't be so familiar with you as one of the fund managers. Perhaps you could start by describing your background. So I've been a fund manager in UK equities now for 25 years. Um, I've worked at a number of the major firms um, in London, and primarily um, Schroeder's, Deutsche Asset Management, and more recently uh, BlackRock. For the uh, early stage of that career, um, I was totally focused on long-only investing, both institutionally and in retail. And about eight years ago, um, I decided to uh, focus my attentions on running uh, money in long-short. So your approach combines long investments and short investments. Could you describe what you mean by those types of investments? Um, I guess that one of the great frustrations I had as a long-only manager um, was that when I had a very negative view on a, uh, a company, um, I couldn't do anything about it other than not hold the security. I think also the other thing that frustrated me was that um, I would go to um, look at a corporate transaction and would conclude it was a very bad uh, transaction and once again I could do uh, very little um, about it. The great advantage of uh, running long short is that if you have a very negative view on the outlook for a company, you can still make money by actually um, selling, uh, selling the shares. So having a negative holding in that, um, in that share effectively. I think the other great advantage of um, running long short is that if you think about a, um, a long only investment, you buy it because you like a company, but you're taking risk. And the risk you're taking is that it might be the right company in the wrong sector, or it might just be that the market actually um, goes down. And the great thing about uh, the ability to short is that you can actually hedge out that risk. So if you short a security in the same sector, you can uh, get rid of that risk. And clearly by shorting, you can also remove market risk as well. So intellectually, I find it a much more attractive way of making money for clients. So what are the characteristics of companies you typically look for in the long part of the portfolio? We are investing for the, uh, the longer term. So when we look at our investment in the long book, really we're looking at investing in quality companies at attractive prices. And I like to really think about these companies as being compounders. Companies where the confidence level of making money on a 12-month view is high. And therefore, we, we can deliver a, uh, a positive return to our, uh, to our clients. Occasionally, at, um, in, in extreme market conditions, you could buy a lower quality company because of the valuation. But I think the key focus of our long book should be on high quality, you know, good companies at attractive valuations. So what would be a good example of that? So, so a good example of the sort of company we're talking about would be uh, Reed. So Reed has actually in the past has had a uh, quite a volatile um, history. And the reason for that was twofold. Uh, one was that there was a lot of pressure with regard to technology, which was putting uh, pressures on the margins uh, in their business. And secondly, um, they were poor managers of cash. There's been a big change um, in the company um, in recent years with a new management team. And what the management team has done is actually is refocused a portfolio on quality businesses. When I mean quality, I mean uh, businesses where barriers to entry are high, returns are attractive, and where capital can be reinvested at very attractive uh, rates. So what we'd expect in time uh, with Reed is it will, it will show attractive top line growth. Uh, there will be margin expansion. The profit will turn into cash, and then the company will go out and spend that cash wisely, or if not, 
give it back to shareholders. And you've seen evidence of that in the last um, couple of years. And I would expect to see further evidence of that on a five-year view. And as a result, I believe that the shares will compound in a positive way. So if we were to relate that to the short portfolio, is it simply looking for companies of the opposite characteristics from those that are in the long portfolio? No, I think that when it comes to shorts, that would be a, a simplistic um, approach to say, um, long of shares that are, of companies that are attractive and short of companies that are unattractive. And there are a number of reasons for that. I think, firstly, um, the biggest risk in shorting is M&A. And when it comes to a commercial transaction, bad companies are as vulnerable as good companies. So one should always remember that when shorting a, uh, a company. But I think you should also remember why you are shorting a security. And a short brings, brings three benefits uh, to the uh, sort of fund. The first, as I said earlier, is that you are hedging out market risk. So if it comes to pass that the market does actually go down, then you should get some protection to having a short security. Secondly, you may well be um, hedging out um, factor risk. And what I mean by that is things like the macro environment. So it could, it could be that the thing that you're long of is a retailer and suddenly the outlook for um, consumer spending deteriorates. So by having a short in the consumer space, um, that will give you some protection. But then finally, there are examples where you are investing um, on the short side in companies that are going through a very difficult period, uh, resulting in very poor stock price performance. So your perfect short would be a company that is performing very badly in a sector that's doing very badly and actually um, has characteristics, which means it falls more than the market in a down market. Nigel, I'm aware that you don't like naming specific examples of current ideas that you might have in the short part of the portfolio, but perhaps you could illustrate the typical type of investment that you might have looked at in the past. So a high profile example of a potential short uh, would have been uh, Northern Rock. The reason why I say that is that uh, Northern Rock was a big success story for a number um, of years. And it was successful because it was able to, um, to grow its business very aggressively but it had to use leverage in order to achieve that. So it gave the impression of very, very strong um, earnings uh, momentum, which meant great dividend returns for shareholders and everybody was really happy. But the observation I would make is that of course, what goes up also can go down. So understanding the business model meant that if actually the environment changed and you went into one where actually um, there were bad debts were rising and also the availability of funding was under a lot of pressure, then if you had done the fundamental analysis on Northern Rock, you knew that it was in a very, very difficult position. And what I would also observe about shorts is that once they start reversing and going wrong, they can actually go wrong extremely quickly. Nigel, I think one of the other types of investments you use in the portfolio uh, is a pairs trade, where you go long of one company and short of another company. Perhaps you could help describe a typical situation where you might use that. Well, very much so. This is all about risk management and it's about hedging out risks that you don't wish to take. Good example, two copper, copper mining companies. The key determinant of the share price will be the copper price. If we do not have a strong view on copper, but we have a, a very strong view on the two securities, then we should go long of one, short the other. If we're right, we will make money for the, uh, the client and without taking any risk at all on the copper price. So one of the changes that we introduced when you were appointed to manage this fund was to increase the gross exposure to 150%. Could you first explain what that means in practice and secondly, uh, explain how you will use that um, in the management of the portfolio? 
Okay, so in terms of the actual design of the product, on the existing basis, there is a maximum gross exposure of 100. And under the uh, new approach, the maximum gross exposure will be a range of between 100 and 150. So therefore, if the underlying capital is 100, in the past, the overall use of the capital was 100, and now it will just be um, 150. The benefit of this is that it allows us to express our investment views more efficiently. So I think before the 100 was very much a ceiling and was a constraint on the ability to express strong conviction views because we also wanted to run a diversified uh, portfolio. So it meant that if we had a really good idea, it could only be sized in a certain uh, way to a certain, certain level. I think going forward, I think that firstly, we can have more pairs, which I think is definitely beneficial to the, uh, the fund. And also because we're focusing in on larger cap liquid securities, we can take uh, bigger positions in those, uh, those securities. So um, yeah, I see this as a, a big move forward. I think we should also be very cognizant of the fact that the financial markets in which we operate have changed a lot. So four to five years ago, markets were more volatile than they are today. And of course, volatility uh, results in opportunity. So my point would be that um, it is more difficult today to get risk in a fund versus um, a year ago, so four years ago, if the design is, is the same. So if you took the portfolio four years ago, took it forward to today, despite everything remaining equal, the risk would be lower. Therefore, if you're successful, unfortunately, the performance will also be lower. So how would you respond to a client who might say that increasing the gross exposure would add more risk to the portfolio? So it's a very good question. And what I would say is that um, there is no great correlation between gross exposure and risk. What I would say to you today is that our target on risk will remain the same as it was when there was a maximum of 100 versus a maximum today of 150. Why? Because we're just using our risk budget in a different way. So if we're using more pairs within that gross exposure, that is less risky than running a series of longs and shorts. So I am confident that the, uh, the risk profile of the, um, of the product will be no different in aggregate um, at 150 than it was four years ago at 100. So in summary, could you explain why investors should feel confident about the opportunities for the UK Absolute Return Fund going forward? Okay, so I, I believe there are three key issues. The first is the product design, the second is the stock selection, and the third is the portfolio construction. So we've addressed the product design in that for the, uh, the world that we live in today, I think a gross of 150 is more appropriate than a gross of, a, of 100. In terms of the, uh, the stock selection, um, we are very advantaged here at BlackRock UK. We have 21 people doing research in UK equity. I believe that we can leverage that fully uh, for the product to, um, to, to create alpha. And then finally, with regard to portfolio construction, I think that it's really important that we use the increased gross to actually manage um, overall risk to actually further increase the, uh, the likelihood of a great outcome for the client. Nigel Ridge, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. 
For individual security, we mention, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise, and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security or capital characteristics of a deposit with a bank or building society.